everybody. We're back. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, it's been a month. <laughs> Let's just address the elephant in the room. <laughs> we're going to address the elephant in the room. Yes, it's been a month. And now we're going to move on from the elephant in the room. <laughs> Welcome to Pop Day Dreams. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> anyway, okay, so lots has happened since... Um, the elephant and uh-huh. but before we get into that we just want to remind everybody that at the end of the year we will be reading the best and funniest reviews of anything that was released in 2020 that you have written and sent to us listen we're funny our followers are funny our listeners are funny because these funny people listen to funny people and <laughs> <laughs> If you want to help me back up that claim, you should submit to our email, which is thepopdaydreams at gmail.com. We think you're funny, but we don't know if you're funny. So you have to prove it to us. We need evidence. (laughs) Anyway, so as well as the submissions that I hope you send, please, um, we also have our website up finally. So thepopdaydreams.com if you want to check that out. We have some cute pictures that we took in like November, I think. Almost a year ago. And you can find all sorts of wonderful information about us, the show, what we listen our to. Stories, you can find our episodes there. Our songs. Austin's cute little signature. Austin designed this website, y'all. So if you need a website, hit Austin up. You can just spend hours playing around on it. It'll keep you entertained for days. Yeah. Um, anywho. Now... The last time we talked, there were some whores in this house. The whores have since moved in and (laughs) made their home. (laughs) Uh, The whores, well, I mean, (laughs) we just left the house. Like, we, that's where we've been this whole time. We were in the house. We were, I mean, everyone's supposed to be staying at home. So we were like, okay, we're going to listen to that and we're going to stay home. And now, what is the number? Oh, oh, but you know what? As soon as we stepped outside and we opened the door, um, someone had a gender reveal party with dynamite, and now it's blown up. <laughs> no, thank you. I when did when did why how how have we how is society in retrograde that baby showers were replaced by gender reveal parties? Like how a baby shower is cute. It's fun. Yeah, it's optimistic. Gender reveal just sounds like something from the 1800s. Like, it sounds like something that, like, the colonial, like, Americans would do. So the thing is, I'm from the South, obviously. So I'm so used to them happening that, like, I didn't think they were weird until I got here. Um, Or, no, well, it was kind of, like, the same thing as, like, I got, I moved here, I got older, and also just, like, realized gender was fake. Like, that all happened at the same time. Um, But, (laughs) like... In the South, people have a gender reveal party and a baby shower. Like, they're two separate things. Like, the baby shower will happen... Actually, no, the gender reveal party will happen first. And then the baby shower will happen after. Because the baby shower is usually, like, when they're, like, almost about to pop. But, like, not... Like, it can be anywhere from six to eight months is when you're having a baby shower. (sighs) The way I know that. Thank God I never have to worry about that. I also... I thought about this. First of all, if people is like, I think the thing is, I don't like, I think people who have gender reveal parties, like the underlying theme about it is like, they just want something to be, I mean, maybe it's not, I don't know. But 
if I, I feel like if I was a person who wanted to have a gender reveal party, it'd be because I want to like grasp onto like some part of like the baby that I can like, um, celebrate. So like the only like couple of things you get to learn about a baby before it's born is like it's sex and like, like, I guess how big it is. So I feel like that's why people make such a big deal out of it. Cause it's like the one thing you know about a baby before it's born. However, yeah, I'm like, I have a solution. What something that's way more fun and way more exciting, if you really think about it, is a name reveal party. That is what we need to normalize. Because think about this. Imagine like, I think I'm gonna do this. Like, well, probably not, but it'd be fun. Like you have a name reveal party, it's like a huge thing. Like everyone, like when you're pregnant, you just don't tell anyone what the name is. And then like your friends can like vote on like which name they want. And then like you were revealed the winner at the party. And it's just like, a, it's just, it's all of it's an excuse to have a party. So this one's like more fun. You know what I mean? Or like you could even, yeah, you could I even guess. have like a, like I'm just, I'm thinking in the, this is why, this is why I'm in marketing because people who want to have gender reveal parties are just people who want to have an excuse to throw a party. Cause none of this is necessary, but like, you know what I mean? If you're going to do it, don't be problematic about it. So you could even have like a, cause at, at, have you ever been to a baby shower? No. So at baby showers and like bridal showers and things like that, there's always like a scavenger hunt type thing, like correlating with like baby themes. Like it's always so cheesy, but like that's why you play games. If you had a name reveal party, you could like have like a huge like puzzle moment. Like you can like hide the letters in the house so people find the name. Like get y'all think outside the box, okay? Like that is cute. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. I think that's that is what I'm gonna do. So if I have a kid, I don't want a kid, but if I did. Well good to know. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, so if anyone listens to this, please spread the word to your problematic family members that instead of a gender reveal party, why not a healthy alternative is a name reveal party because that is way more fun. And people and I'm like at baby showers, all they ask you is, what's the name? What's the name? What are you going to name it? What are we-? Like, girl, come on, y'all. Anyway, moving on. Making an event. Same dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that was all because of dynamite. Also, unrelated, um, keeping up with Kardashians is ending. I know. Breaking, Breaking news. news. Um, I can't remember a world before the Kardashians. Can you? Um, <laughs> I can't. I guess I can, but I'm too busy streaming dynamite. So. Ah! Period. Yeah, period. Um, I'm so happy for those boys. Anyway, number number one song in the country. <laughs> I'm so happy for them. I am a little upset because it's their first like number one single in the U- in the US, which sounds crazy. I did not know that until a few months ago. Like I thought these boys were charting. But um but there's it's their first song all in English and I hate that it took them to like sing only in English to get a number one. But I actually really think that it was just the timing of it. Like I think that the stands at this point were like their next single is going number one because we're tired of you playing with our girls. Like, <laughs> I think that's the actual reason why, like, the Sands really like, bought it. But it's it's unfortunate that it is true that it's their first song with only, only English. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Either, nonetheless, girl, period. I'm so excited for them. I can't believe I saw them live. That's crazy. And we got to see them perform it for the first time. At the VMAs. Now we can... Back At back. the VMAs. Transition. <laughs> um, the VMAs... Were hosted by Kiki Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, that is... That's my girl. And they were hosted by True Jackson. I like Kiki Palmer for a plethora of reasons. One of those being she's a period, she's gorgeous, she's talented, she's hilarious, she's black, she's like everything. But... Another reason is because we have the same nickname. 
my nickname <laughs> is Kiki it's from only family members only and her name is Kiki so I always liked her because she reminded her, me of me <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet thanks anyway um the VMAs happened and honestly they weren't as bad as like they could have been no they I it was they were working with what they had yeah it was not live for the most yeah. part it was very um it was not live it, it looks like they set up shop in uh with like a little green screen and they said we're gonna make this work i think that that's genius i think that it's crazy that we have never done this before because i think this is a perfect way to have award shows because award shows have become so fucking boring because either like the lineup isn't good or the performances just don't end up being good or like the presenters or no like i just feel like there's too much filler in award shows but this like because it's not live people can get away with more which means that they're going to they can serve harder like you know what i mean like because it's not live there's less room for error so i'm like if this trend I, i i'm like only for like music award shows, I feel like like I'm not too mad about the fact that they can pre-record this shit because if that means I'm gonna get a li- a good live performance, a live-ish performance of a song that I like, <laughs> a live-ish <laughs> lip sync, that's ish, that's fine. Maybe like two sentences being sung live. <laughs> like I feel like that's better than what we've been getting. Boring filler. You know what I mean? Yeah. The part of it was, that was annoying was the green screen. <laughs> I, yeah, they, who's, maybe they will move away from a green screen. And I would, if they put, put some money into a nice set, that would be cool. But who knows? It's, yeah, I don't know. award shows just in general have lost almost all legitimacy. No one really cares about them anymore. I know, and it's so sad. I used to love award it's shows. It's not an event anymore and so they're definitely needed desperately to rebrand the fact that the award shows have looked the same for almost like a hundred years for as long as they've been televised or whatever due for a rebrand is this the start of it probably it's their own damn damn fault though like the reason why award shows are so bad is because they made them bad like they they chose to have boring award shows like i'm not i don't feel bad they couldn't compete with the award the internet no i don't even think it's that honestly here you know what the truth is i think i think the problem with award shows is the same problem with everything else in the world white men i think that white men don't have taste like like in a general sense like straight white men do not have taste and they they are the people running these award shows and so they're not gonna they get complacent yeah remember when ariana grande didn't perform at the grammys because they wouldn't let her do some what was the song shit like she wanted it was like she wanted to do something but they wouldn't let her i'm like no white man should ever be telling ariana grande what she can do ever first of all (laughs) first of all secondly like she didn't even go like it was that bad that she didn't even go Mm -hmm. that should not have happened that was yeah like period (laughs) <laughs> I think that just speaks to how unimportant award shows are at this point because she could skip the Grammys and sure it was a big deal uh like people were upset about it because people were excited to see her yes yes but she did not lose oh streams no. and sales because of gained. it if anything she gained. she won <laughs> um, but it's just the format is just dated yeah 
I think that it's, yeah. And also it's partly, so I think it's partly that, but I also think that people got lazy and I think that award show performances just weren't capped. I think that over time, like they weren't good enough to keep people's interest. The reason why people cared about award shows back in the day was because they were good. They were good. They were entertaining. The performances were amazing. You knew you would see something iconic happen. Like they were all, they- Everybody wanted to be there. Yeah. Everybody knew that this was, that at least for music, that like you get like four chances a year. <laughs> Between like the Grammys, VMAs, Billboard, um, Billboard AMAs, and then maybe like a late night performance. Th- that was like your sole chance to interact with the masses of America on TV. Yeah. Especially before the internet. Mm-hmm. But now, why wait for the VMAs when you can just make do your own little live performance and throw it up on YouTube and have a ton more people see it oh, than if it was just on the VMAs? Wait, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Especially when... In instances like Ariana, where you have to appease so many more people, you have to appease not only your record label, but you have to worry about what Viacom wants on their network. True. <laughs> or CBS the in the case of the, the Grammys. Clungomerate. The VMAs, yes, they're dated, but are, am I going to still watch it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's a spectacle. I've gone. You've gone, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what happened. Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Very excited that we saw 911 Live and even Chromatica 2. Yeah, that was crazy. I did not think she was going to do that. She listened to us. Also, the gays won. Gaga swept. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. Like, at all. I did not think anyone else but the gays cared about that song. Because <laughs> they don't. They, Rain on Me was the, well, she carried that, everything on her back. Yeah. Her back hurts. Her hip hurts. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the performance was incredible. Ariana looked amazing. I was tired of the ponytail, but if we're getting two, this might be something different. This is I can work with this. <laughs> she doubled it. It was very it it felt like you were in Chromatica. Yeah. It took you there. And apparently the secret to get to Chromatica is going down a fire pole. <gasps> the clues. <laughs> the clues. So cut to every gay. Oh, no listening to this right now running to their local fire station or everyone's just gonna get poles in their house that's what they're gonna do shit the pole dancers are already set look they've been in chromatica we late (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad we got to finally see what chromatica looks like we got another shot of it and you know what wait didn't it win song of the year if it it did win song of the year i'm like you know what the theme of this year is i'd rather be dry but at least i'm alive that has a lot of layers (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've been thinking about that all, like... Anytime something bad happens, in the smallest inconvenience, we just whisper to ourselves, oh, you know, <laughs> I'd rather we dry, but at least I'm alive. Me and Austin have been doing that for, like, two weeks. Because it's true! It's true. Random me did get Song of the Year. Period. The top, the like, the big four. The big four was Video of the Year was The Weekend Blinding Lights. Never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like The weekend, but I mean, now I might be all care. That song's good. Song of the Year was Rain On Me. Period. Artist of the Year was Gaga. Period. And best group was BTS. Period. All, all periods. I hear only periods. And Megan got something. Megan got best hip-hop for Savage. Just her Savage, not featuring Beyonce. Damn. Well, period. Okay, but here's the tea. Nobody was snubbed. The words that like were brought out, like they're good. Like everyone won that should. I'm not mad about any person that won. Doja got one. It's crazy. She really got to be made her first year. Period. Well, two years. Mm. 
Um, I wish Dua was there, and I wish Harry was there, but... Well, because um, out of all the people nominated, there wasn't really any snubs with the winners. But of all the people that were not nominated, there were two noticeable absences. If someone sat through and watched almost the entire VMAs like we did, you would have noticed that despite the fact that Dua was not nominated for a single category that is voted for... She was only nominated for professional categories. That she doesn't even win. Only her, her team does. Yep. It just so happens that Don't Start Now, Physical, and Break My Heart all happen to work their way into this background music of the ceremony. Yeah, they played those songs. Ooh! It's almost like you're acknowledging how large those songs were. Yet, where are they? That's yep. that's That's what I was wondering. I was just curious. That's a question. And they also played Watermelon Sugar. And also, there was an absence of Harry Styles. And as Harry Styles' wife, I can attest to you that he is very angry about this. <laughs> He's livid. We talk about it every day. Not every day. But we talk about it sometimes. He's, he thought that was fucked up. Because it is. Imagine if we would have got a medley of Don't Start Now, Physical, and Levitating. Because those mm-hmm. were like, well, because like, don't start now the hits, obviously. Physical should have been a hit. And Levitating, the one the gays on here the most. She um, probably would have done Don't Start Now, Break My Heart, and Levitating. Oh, I forgot. Fuck, I forgot. Break My Heart. Never mind. Never mind my bad, my bad, my bad. Honestly, a medley of the whole album would have been fine. But. VMAs, award shows, those are out. Club Future Nostalgia, that's in. <laughs> period. That's the gag. Because, first of all, Club Fusion Nostalgia is basically Roman Reloaded the Rio. <laughs> Did you see that she's releasing another version, but they're unmixed? Yeah. I'm still going to listen to the mixed one, though. Maybe I'll listen to the... I'm going to listen to the unmixed one all the way through ones, but I like I like it mixed. I, the way I haven't listened to it since it came out, because I've been so busy. I listened to it maybe five times the day it came out. Like, I, I flew through that. It was made for you. It, it was made exactly for me. It sounds like this is exactly what she was trying to go go for, and she achieved it. Because it sounds like those radio shows that, or that I would listen to, and I know other people listen to at, like, midnight or one in the morning on weekends, the, like, open house party type of shows where it's just all the DJ mixes of songs that they play continuously. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds like something that I listened to in my bedroom on the radio when I was like 10 in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, so I didn't even realize that some of the gays didn't even like it. And I was like, first of all, what? People really still, I didn't, I'm so up this woman's ass that I don't even see criticism of her because most <laughs> of the, everyone that I talk to likes her. But every now and then I'll see someone being like, talking some slick shit about Dua Lipa. And I'm like, first of all... <laughs> I actively ignore it. I You can't tell me anything about this, girl. Oh, no. Like, They're you wrong. cannot... I can't... They're I don't wrong. even... I won't even acknowledge it. I don't acknowledge it, but I see it. And I'm just letting everyone know, if you're listening, if you've made it this far, and you don't like Dua Lipa because of anything that you've heard... Any, any negative criticism about Dua Lipa is false at this point in her career. So... <laughs> You look like a clown not liking her and you look like a clown not standing her because Dua Lipa released one of the best pop albums 
of in the last like five years. And mm-hmm. I stand by the statement. And I just found out that Pretty Please was written by Julie Michaels. And I just found out who Julie Michaels is. <laughs> uh, oh. Anyway, um, Clubfish and Nostalgia, I love it. I only listened to it once, but I the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, this is amazing. Fun story. I was going to go to sleep and listen, listen to it like during the daytime, but Jack and John were literally like, first of all, bitch. How dare you? Because <laughs> we mm-hmm. have been talking about that all summer, or however long it's been announced, <laughs> all summer, <laughs> like the last month. And <laughs> I'm really glad that I didn't uh, go to sleep because I'm I I was looking forward to it, but I also was exhausted. I was going to listen. My plan was that I was going to uh, listen to Club Future Nostalgia first, and then listen to Smile after, just to see what everything that came out that week. And what happened was I listened to Club first, and then I said, no, I really don't want to listen to Smile now. And so I didn't for, like, another couple days. And I just listened to the the Better album multiple times. And it's, it's not even an album. It's Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, it is. It's, it's, a, a, rem- it's a remix album. It's Mariah an extension. Learned, look, she learned from Mariah because those versions don't sound anything like the original. And that's what I wanted. And that's, I mean, that's what we knew what was going to happen. They don't like sound the, the original except the Good and Bad remix. The Zach Witness one. I was like, what? When the Levitating remix came out, I was like, wait. Because I wasn't, compl- I was so excited about it, obviously. But then I heard it and it was, it didn't sound like how I thought it was going to sound because I didn't know that it was all one continuous track. Mm-hmm. And now that I know that, I'm like, no, well, I mean, obviously I know that, but, but like then I found that out and I was like, oh, that completely changes my perception of what this is about to be. Also, the fact that I didn't know who Blessed Madonna is, or Blessed Madonna is, so I don't really <laughs> know what their music sounds like, so you know, but yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I loved it. Um, I can't tell you my favorites because I only listened to it once, but I loved all of it. So <laughs> I'm also glad that the Blackpink single Kiss and Makeup is on there because I love that song. Yeah. Kiss and Makeup was, Kiss and Makeup is like the little sister that still gets invited to the party. <laughs> As she deserves. And then she ends up being cool. Yeah. Actually, no, then I, she ends up making, then she ends up going, oh my God, if anyone's seen Gossip Girl, Kiss and Makeup is Jenny from Gossip Girl. Because she's cool for like a second, then she becomes she becomes a mess, and that's how I feel about ice cream. It's featuring Selena Gomez. <laughs> it's doing ice cream is doing well. It's like number ten on Apple Music last time I checked. It's Thirteen on Billboard. Good for them. That's crazy. I mean, good for them, I guess. But I'm like, that song is not that good. I mean, I anyway. only did it once, and I didn't like. It. And I did. Oh fuck, we cannot slander them. Um, Blackpink is still in our area. We. This is. Every any this is not even this is really not even about them to be honest because y'all know we stand Blackpink we made a whole episode about them um so this is criticism as I would criticize anyone that I stand that I as I have anyway so don't come um, for us stands what I'm saying but what I'm saying is Ariana wrote the song so if I don't like the song it's really a test to Ariana not them <laughs> uh, anyway um I um, I just like to touch on the um. I cannot even describe the uncontrollable reaction that my body had when all of a sudden we got down to the the first Hallucinate remix 
where the first thing you hear is all the girls stomp your feet like this. <gasps> that oh. that like flipped <laughs> a switch. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Austin. I wish I I wish I could have seen that reaction on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We haven't even talked about this because we haven't had we haven't recorded anything. But yeah, it's been off limits. It's been off limits. <laughs> we haven't spoken about this at all, y'all. That's crazy. I forgot about that. First of all, Gwen Stefani, if you're listening, I love you so much. Like I feel like you are responsible for my love of Gwen Stefani, and Michael is responsible for showing me kiss and makeup in <laughs> <laughs> the sonic music um oh i would also like to say a quick shout out to michael because michael is officially a lamb today yay yay um welcome to the family it finally happened i'm as some of y'all know i'm slowly just turning all of my friends into lambs because it's the only it's the it's the right thing to do like yes it's, <laughs> it's my call it's my purpose on this planet um so uh, as I like to call it, the lamb agenda. And anyway, um, Stream Club Future Nostalgia. Look out for the new unmixed album. And my favorite from Club Future Nostalgia is that kind of woman. <gasps> Come on, the new track. No one's talk. First of all, I'm pissed because no one's talking about this album. They barely even talked about it when it came out. I thought we were all on the same page. I thought we were all were excited. <laughs> At this point, I'm going to keep it to myself. If no one's going to talk about it, fine. This is going to be for me. <laughs> Not fine. I'm going to I'm going to keep it to myself. And then when all of you are um, going after her and saying that she's boring, she doesn't have any talent, I'm going to pull this out and you're going to look like a fool. <laughs> oh my gosh, Austin, you're getting so assertive. <laughs> That's so funny. Um... Period. Anyway, uh, another song that a surprise drop, SZA is back. Hopefully. Parentheses. Um, <laughs> we think. We think. <laughs> SZA is back? Question mark. Um, <laughs> she released a new song called Hit Different featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I saw a tweet that said they be using Ty Dolla Sign like he's Parsley, and I thought that was so funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, but the is, if this has Ty Dallas on it, it's probably going to be a hit. <laughs> like, what is, who is that man? Um, but. Let's, oh, let's I, figure out. I love that man. I, I mean, no, 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 no. I love that song. Um, she looks incredible. Sounds good. It sounds like a natural progression from Control. Yes. Yes. It sounds what I hoped the new, like, Okay. It sounds exactly what it's supposed to sound like. Like this is what or this is where she's supposed to be working on, you know, like moving towards her sophomore album, her second era. Like it's it's different from the first one, but not too different so that it's jarring. Uh-huh. And that's smart because now whatever she releases after this can be anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the song's doing well. Yeah. So it's, people, people, people love it. Yeah. People Which are streaming. I was scared. I, I, I couldn't. I can't live in a world where people don't appreciate SZA. I'm sorry, I can't. Also, I think that if she, hopefully, God, please, God, let her have a good team. Um, hopefully the album's done, and hopefully she's about to have like a whole another promotion moment because I think that control. I, I mean, not control. 
I'm going to call it alt because we don't know the name of it yet. But <laughs> I think that alt um, is whatever. Hopefully her second album will do what Control didn't do, which me- meaning win all the awards that it should have. This is the redemption arc. Yeah, this is the redemption moment, hopefully for her, which is crazy that it's happening so early in her career. But like Control is a masterpiece and it did not deserve to get snubbed at the Grammys two year, three years ago, two years ago. Well, or maybe, maybe it doesn't even matter because award shows are, they're it out. They don't even matter. <laughs> they're old the, news. The winners are always just because of sales and not because of quality. And I think that, I, I think it's always been like that. But I think that now that like quality and sales like are not synonymous anymore, it matters. Like I think they need to change it. But anyway. Yeah. Don't um, worry about what the award shows are telling you. Go to support your local music store and find yeah. music through there. Yes. That's what we should be doing. <laughs> yeah. So since this new song is out, I love the video. She looks incredible. And her little braid moment at the end, the outro. Look, if if there's one thing Sizzle's going to do, is she's going to have an outro in a song. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah. The interludes. The interlude. Look, you ain't got shit to say to me. I ain't got shit to say to you. I told that heifer, step on <laughs> she said no you black heifer you you stay on your ground i don't i don't if i don't like you i don't gotta talk about you wait no uh you ain't gotta treat me mean. i ain't gotta treat you mean uh i just stay out your way that's how you work that one <laughs> anyway um <sighs> is that it i feel like that's it it's been a month y'all but ain't nothing really happened okay when is anything ever going to happen anymore? Stop it. Kyla's That's... releasing a new album and Mariah is releasing the rarities and her book. Don't you dare say that. Everybody be look out for disco in November. Woo! November 6th. On election day. <laughs> it comes out a few days after election day. Oh, Lord Jesus. But at the same time, she's Australian. So. Yeah. She's, she doesn't. She. It's not her job to care about that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, also, just so everyone knows, I'm buying the Mariah Carey audiobook and I'm getting the physical copy, if you're wondering. Because I want to read the book while she's talking it to me and apparently she sings in it and I have to hear that. Um, this is, it's like, it's not her, a tell-all, but for the lambs, it's going to be a tell-all because she's finally talking about things that happened 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great time. Listen, if you don't hear a word I'm saying, you need to become a lamb like right now. Like you have until like September, I'm going to say like September 24th, yeah, like to have ample time to get ready for the book because I became a lamb at a perfect time. Like she wasn't really doing that much when I was, when I was a lamb except for the, oh, I became a lamb like right before the Christmas shit happened. So that was a great time too. But you need to learn all the history of her if you want to become a lamb. So you, when the book drops, you'll know what she's talking about and it'll be important to you. Like, it's great that Michael became a lamb right now. So now they'll care about the book. And I'm so excited <laughs> to to them like two days ago and they were talking about it as if they weren't going to care about it. And I was like, this is so rude. This is the most important thing to come out in like years in pop culture. Like a lot of shit that she happened was a lot part of pop culture. She's going to talk about glitter, y'all. She's probably going to talk about Jennifer Lopez. She's probably going to talk about um, well, she well, we know she's gonna talk about Tony Matola. She's not talking about Eminem though. She said that she wasn't <laughs> not relevant to her life. That is hilarious. Um, oh, 
There's a wait list for the book at the library. <laughs> There's already six holds. Holy shit. We're going to have to end this. It's going to get too far. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my god. I have to pre-order it right now. Um, basically, we're back. And look at our website. Stream look out for new episodes every Sunday. Tell your friends. Please. Um, and don't forget to email us your funny reviews at thepopdaydreams at gmail.com. We will read all, not all, we will read the best reviews that you write to us about things that were released in 2020. And why, what we mean by reviews is like, you can be like... You could be like us and not really review, just kind of talk about it. <laughs> Give us your opinions. Or just like... When I went to the store, this song was playing and this happened. Like something funny, like give us something to work with. Oh, when I went to the store, store by Carly was not playing, but the song was, and I felt like it fit the moment. That's hilarious. We'll That's read hilarious. that. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm Kiara. And I'm Austin. And this is Bob Daydream. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.